Mishkan is Shabbat Parakidav, Mishnah Bhav Hazarf, and Iskar Lachashiyatu Samiyaro. Somebody is throwing the Nazi before Amit and Rosh And before it landed, he remembered that it was Shabbat. And at the time he threw it, he forgot that it was Shabbat. But before it landed, he remembered it was Shabbat. In such a case, he'd be punted from bringing a Chagat, as we'll see later on in this Mishnah. He only hired for bringing a Chagat if the entire Malachal was done with Shogay. But in this case, he'd remember it was Shabbat before it landed. So part of Malachal was not done with Shogay. Even though at the time he remembered it was too late to take it back, even so he would be punted for bringing a Chagat. Call the Chagat, Or somebody who throws an object for Amit and Rosh and before it landed, it was grabbed by somebody else. You would be positive. And this is a case of Shnai Sha'asu, two people doing a malacha together. That both of them are positive for bringing a chazah. And one person threw it, and the other person caught it. So one person did the akira, while the other person did the hanafa, so both of them are positive. Or if a dog grabbed it out of the air before it landed, you would be positive. The reason being is that to be kind for saw, you need to take the object from a place that's four amos by four amos and to put it down in a place that's four amos by four amos and the mouth of the dog is less than four amos by four amos so you do not have a proper anafa so you would be positive. However, if when you threw it you planned that it would land in the dog's mouth in such a case, even though the mouth of the dog is less than four amos you would be high and since that's where you want it to land you would be high but in this case, since you did not want it to land in the dog's mouth the dog just happened to grab it out of the air you would be positive. Or if you threw the object into a furnace and it got burnt, you would be positive as well. As we're talking about where the mouth of the furnace is less than four amas by four amas, so therefore you do not have a proper hanacha since it landed in a place that's less than four amas. However, in this case also, if you wanted it to land in the mouth of the furnace, in such a case, since you plan to have it land there, even though it's less than four amas, you would be high. So our glasses habur. Somebody who throws an object at a person or an animal, as he wants to strike a wound in the person or the animal. And after he threw the object, he remembered it was Shabbos. You're not allowed to cause a wound on Shabbos. Causing a wound is a told of the malacha of Shochet, of slaughtering. And Yechayim Chabbos for doing so. And after he threw it, he remembered it was Shabbos. He would be butter because the entire malacha was not done by shogeg, as only the beginning of malacha was done by shogeg. But once you remember it, it's no longer considered a shogeg, even though it's too late to take it back. This is the general rule regarding a chiyav chadav. Kol chayav e chadav enan chayav ashet heit chilatam v'sotan shkog. All chayav e chadav are only chayav to bring a chadav if the entire malacha was done by shogeg. Both the beginning and the end of the malacha has to be done bishogit. Tchilatan shkaga b'soifan zada. Tchilatan zada b'soifan shkaga b'turin. Atetehei tchilatan b'soifan shkaga. If the beginning of the malacha was done bishogit, at the time he started the malacha, he forgot it was Shabbat, or he forgot that this particular malacha is author on Shabbat. But the end of the malacha was done on purpose, meaning to say, by the time the malacha was finished, he already remembered it was Shabbat. Or he already remembered that this particular malacha is author on Shabbat. Even if it's not mamish amazing, and it was too late to take it back, so it's not really amazing, as if he could have taken it back, he would have. For example, the case is mentioned in this Mishnah, that he threw an object, and then he remembered it was Shabbat. And it was too late to take it back, since he had already thrown it. But still, 
all regarding a chayv chasis, that would be called a mazid, meaning to say that he would not be chayv chasis since the end of the malacha was not done bishogit. Or if the beginning of the malacha was done bin mazid, at the time he started the malacha, he knew it was Shabbat, or he knew this particular malacha was awesome, but the end of the malacha was done bishogit. And before the end of the malachi, he forgot it was Shabbat, or he forgot the malachi was Asur. In both of these cases, he would be partial for bringing a chakas. The only time it hides to bring a chakas is both the beginning and the end of the malachi was done bishogit. Now, the proportions speak out that the Darak Klam mentor in the Mishnah is coming to include a case where somebody carries an object four amos in the Rosh Hashanah. And before he finished carrying it four amos, he remembered that it was Shabbat, or he remembered that the malachi is Asur. So in the beginning that he started carrying it, it was Bishogit. And by the time he finished carrying it in Rosh Hashanah, it was a mazid. He would be cut from a chathos in that case as well. And just like somebody who throws an eyes of four amas in Rosh Hashanah, and he remembered that a Shabbos before land, he would be cut from a chathos. So too somebody who carries an eyes of four amas in Rosh Hashanah, and he remembered that Shabbos before he finished carrying it four amas, he would be cut from a chathos. Since that would be a case of chilas and bishogeg, bisofa and bizotom. How much would one build and be This building is one of the 39 malachas. And what is the shear for bayna? What's the minimum amount of bayna that one does and would be high to bring a chazah? The missionary answers that bayna kosher. Even a small amount of building would be mechaibah. As we find in the Mishkah, that sometimes a worm would bore its way through one of the beams and a hole would be formed in the beam. And that hole would have to be filled up with molten lead. Now, filling up that hole with molten lead goes under the category of bona. And that's the case of bona kosu, a small amount of binyan. So since we find a bona kosu in the Mishkan, somebody who built even a small amount of Shabbos would be high of somebody who chisels a stone in order to smooth it out or to make it square, he would be high of even if he does only a small amount. Now, Mithakis is not a tolda of building. Instead, it's a tolda of Makibapakis, striking the final blow. Makibapakis is also one of the 39 Malachas. And since it's similar to building, it's discussed in this Mishnah as well. Now, Makibapakis, anytime somebody does the final Malacha, that would be a tolda of Makibapakis. And after somebody takes the stone from the quarry and gets ready to put it in a building, the final thing that he does to the stone is to chisel it out in order to smooth it or to make it square. So therefore, that's considered makabapatish. And you would be high even for a kosu, a small amount. Somebody who strikes with a hammer or with an axe. We're talking about where you're acquiring a stone from a mountain. And when you're separating the stone from the mountain and it's about to fall away, you just need to strike one final blow at the stone and it will separate itself completely from the mountain. And somebody who strikes that final blow with a hammer or with an axe, that would go into the category of Makkah, but Makkah is striking the final blow. And you would be high Makkah. Somebody who drills even a small amount, he would be high at drilling a hole, they call the Makkah Makkah. And you are high Makkah even for a Kosu. This is a general rule. Anybody who does a malacha on Shabbat, and the malacha that he does is an enduring malacha. You don't need to add on to the malacha. The malacha that you did is sufficient. You would be chayavachatus, even if the malacha that you did is a kosu, a small amount. But since you did an enduring malacha, that you do not need to add on to the malacha that you did, you would be chayavachatus for that malacha.
somebody who strikes with his hammer on the anvil while he is doing metal work, he would be hired because that's a preparation for the malach. Meaning to say it's normal for a metal worker that every fourth blow would be on the anvil in order to keep their hammer flat. And the hammer would get jagged for striking at the metal. So every fourth blow they would strike on the anvil and that would keep the hammer flat. Since this is normal for metal workers to use their hammer to strike on the anvil every fourth blow when you strike at the anvil, you are higher for Makeb the Pabdish, according to Rabbi Shimon Ben 